Well, hello. Hello. It, look, it worked. It worked perfectly. Why? Why is that? The, <laughs> I thought I will turn my camera off. I will go to uh, make sure that my audio settings are are like I know I'm gonna have to change them, but I didn't have to change them. It's all perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx anything. Uh, but yeah, every single time lately, when I come into Zoom and I've and I've plugged the, the microphone in and and I've been using my headphones earlier in the day, um, it just works. What? Um, Tim well, Apple's there now. Yeah. Is that Dizzy? Yeah. He, he's he's made it to Tim, Zoom. Yeah, he's in charge of Zoom too. Apparently. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to turn my camera on really just for you because this won't, the listeners won't. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this, but this is an audio thing. So, so wait, here's my new, a, oh, nice. Here's my new office. We should, wait, wait, let's, can we do a screen capture? Sure. Is, or is sure that compromising your OPSEC? No, no, it's perfect. But I, I have the, this thing's too, like, it's not in the right spot. Um, but I thought, yeah, I will, here, let me do a screenshot. Oh, oh, I, I see the top of your head now. There we go. There we go. All right, let me. I'm gonna put my mic up so it's not blocking my face. Here's a screen capture, and there we I'm go. Put my microphone down. There we go. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Okay, good, good. So, um, yeah. So you see here, I got some. Um, I, 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 it's almost almost the same setup as I had before, where I have this like little credenza, which is a different credenza, but it okay. has all the the same coffee things. Instead okay. of instead of behind me with a bookshelf where I had my. Uh, um, my canned goods, my canned goods are over here. Um, uh, catching light, light catchers. Um, sure, because that's and, uh, that's everyone says that's where you store your canned goods yep, is in, yep. the, in the light. Have I, I've never really gone through this with you, but do you do you want to know about the canned goods I have here? Because they're very there's some interesting stuff here. Sure. Um, this is bear lard. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Um, that was there. The the National Center for Home Food Preservation does not have a uh, a, a safe uh, process for bear lard. <laughs> Wait, can you can you turn that sideways? Oh yeah. Like no, like turn it oh. like this. Oh, it's a wow. You know, I would have expected that bear lard would be uh, solid at room temperature, oh, but yes. I I'm is it. Is it diluted? Is it bear lard mixed with something? I don't know. It's it's about twelve years old. Um, and I bet it smells been, wonderful. Well, it, it doesn't smell at all, um, and I will never open it. Um, this is um, wild boar um, from Eastern North Carolina, and okay. wild boar here means something different. These are pigs that got away. <laughs> that have become oh yeah, well feral. Well, yes. well, you know that that's how they all start. Like th those start. those those yeah. wild boar out in California giving people E. coli from spinach, um, they also started as domesticated. Now, now wait, sorry, just go yeah. back to the wild boar for one minute. Well, and that here's is another one. This for, is another wild boar. Wait, but but I but I really I'm more interested in the first one, sure. um, because th this is an audio format, and I hate it when when podcasts um, have an audio format. Does that have a ring or is it just the top? Just the top. So so you don't need the ring. The ring is really there just for processing. Once the vacuum is has been sealed, the ring goes away. Um, and that is the National Center, um, yeah, recommendations because the rings are, um, re they're reusable. Um, okay. Uh, and, okay. And so what happens, what, what had happened was, 
um, with with this <laughs> this one. And I found my bell, by the way. Um, so um, uh, the uh, people might process a hundred of these at a time. Okay. With the lids, you just buy a big pack of lids, and you don't okay. need bands because you can't process a hundred. Like you don't have enough right. kettles, so they they um, reuse them. As, okay. yeah they reuse them. Yeah, but I would think it's kind of like belt and suspenders. I would, I would kind of want to have that that band there just to be safe, you know, but, just in case. Yeah, but so, but not 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 necessary. Um, okay. and and I would say, well, almost all everything else here's got the got the band on it. But on it, yeah. um, it would be it's very common to not have uh not not have the 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 lid, not the band. Okay. Um, so I also have um, what I. Uh, oh yeah, these are these are pears, but they they don't look great. Um, yeah, those are that's a very brown. Uh, brown I don't know pears. about you, Ben. I I prefer my pears to be pear colored. Yes, and not and not uh, wild boar colored. <laughs> so this is my favorite of the group. Okay, these are these are beautiful. These are green beans. Um, okay. they are um, uh, not pressure canned. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> they boiling, they are boiling water boiling bath, water bath beans. canned beans. This is a botulism bomb that I'm holding in my hands. Um, they were given to me. These are all given as gifts. I did not make any of these. They were all sometimes. Um, I don't I don't know why this is. Sometimes people, if they're coming to Raleigh, <laughs> which is where I am, but Raleigh really means NC State um, for for those who are in uh, a cooperative extension. But if they are in coming to Raleigh. Um, sometimes an extension agent will bring me this stuff because, because they think I want it. And, and I am all too happy. No, to eat. No, I, I'm they not. Know. Just, they, they know. They know. They they should know. You're not going to eat those green beans. Right. Right. I think they know, but they're like, "Hey, this is improperly canned beans. Someone dropped them off in my office. Now I am I giving you them to, to you. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, cause, yeah, okay. Because you might want to test them for botulism or something. Yeah. So so what I do is I I, I have um a, a lineup here of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve things that have been gifted to me um over over the a, course of my a, career a rogue a rogues gallery if a you rogues will. gallery a rogue gallery of cans of canned of canned goods um i've got some fig jam i've got uh yeah there's just there's just a bunch of stuff so i so anyway i moved offices and I, um, I want I, I, I unpacked these this morning, and I thought, what better place to put them than on my windowsill as, as light catchers? Um, okay, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm not sure, not sure I agree with that choice, but hey, it's what, your office. What, now, you know? what do you think? What do you think that? I mean, uh, not risky. Do you, what, what do you think? Those are these of uh, the oldest thing, or the, I guess the youngest thing, maybe that's the best way to look at this. The, I have not received anything since the pandemic. So everything's been sitting in my office at least for three and a, three and a half years, right? So it's not going to get like worse. The likelihood of something exploding, I think we're past. Oh, I, yeah, no, I yeah. don't think anything's going to explode. I worry, I worry about it accidentally falling over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know? Yes. Um, that's all. But yeah, I thought, like, for example, if, if, it were, if there was a fire and you had to go out the window, 
I guess if there's a fire, your last thought is, is my office yeah. going to smell later? Because I knocked over the board. The board <laughs> right, right. Borlard, yeah. Know? So, but or I do Bear have. Or whatever it was, yeah. Um, I can go out the window. I now work in a, in a building <laughs> where the window opens. Um, uh, yeah. And you're I, on, and you're on the ground floor. No, no. Oh, um, okay. So, so still, I, still, still risky to go out the window. Risky, risky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. There. So we're, we, we have some pictures that are going to go up behind me over, um, above my shoulder. Our listeners can't see, but you can, there are some outlets where a big display screen is going to go. So, so okay. people can sit, um, over, over here. At my at my meeting area, and we can put some stuff up on a screen and look at it if we nice. if need if need be if need be yeah. if need I don't well, know I, I was yeah. I was going to ask you like why is there an outlet like five feet up on the wall Talk but people. Uh, for a television for, yep yeah. for very it's a, so kids don't stick their fingers in it it's a <laughs> yeah it's for a television there's data up there as well and so uh, yeah I see so, I see nice. at, at some point soon we'll have uh, yeah we'll have. Uh, well, I think I think next week or the week after those will be installed. But I'm but I'm currently. So what, in what's my, the yeah. so so what's the one in the middle? So we got data on the my left, power yeah. on my right, and then the middle is that just a blank plate? It's a blank plate. Okay, for, well that's because if you got to get in there, you know you got to yeah. get in there to add something else. You might be something you don't even know about. Something yeah, something that hasn't been invented future, yet. Future future proofing. Future proof. Right, right, right. Um, one now over my shoulder. Uh, I, there's some art now that I'll describe, mm-hmm. which you've never seen because. The large blue um, uh, item uh, existed mm-hmm. over top of my computer. Um, so you've seen it, it before. I see it every day. You've never seen it because you all look at me. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away here. I'm gonna see if you can uh, predict what it is. Okay, I'm gonna make if... it really really big. Oh, it looks like a truck. Is it a truck? It's like a it truck. Looks like it, it looks like a truck. It's a, it's it's a special kind of truck. It's a, okay. It's it's a truck that resurfaces ice. It's a it's oh, a front Zamboni. It, it's a, but it's not. It's an Olympia it's, oh. because Zamboni is a you know it's a it's a Ford and a Chevy, right? You know people. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Wow. So this is yeah. This so it's is not an it's not like it's not like uh, when you're in Georgia and you just want uh, you want okay. a soda or a pop, and right? Get a Coke. You get a Coke. See, yeah. I, I I would just use the or Xerox. You know, make a Xerox of that for me. Right. Um, Mim- yeah, mimeograph that for me. Oh, yeah, I guess that's yeah. a, Zamboni. Yeah. That that Zamboni, yeah, Zamboni that, that for me. Yeah, and then um, and then another. Um, Wait, so, so sorry. Yeah. So are you saying are you are you saying you're an Olympia man, not a Zamboni man? I, the art, the art dictated that. Uh, okay, I'm so an you Olympia you just man. wanted an ice refinisher. You didn't care. You're I did. you're uh, you're ice finisher agnostic. Yes, I wanted okay. uh, um, uh, the the lovely Danielle, my wife, uh, and I spent a lot of time on the internet looking for prints of Zamboni art. That's what okay. we started with, right? Okay. And this yeah. this came up, um, and uh, this is a uh, it, I, I think it is um, uh, an oil based painting, uh, but that's just a print of it. Um, from, oh, okay, uh, it's, not, you, yeah. it's not the original. No, no, it's not the original. Although, so I did um, uh, the other thing. I've, I'm working on some more art. Um, you know, and see, this is a tour of my uh, my office for you, Don. Uh, it's good. The people people who are listening to this podcast really, really uh, are really enjoying this. We're descriptive, so this um, yeah. what what you oh. see here is an indigenous. So, so uh, I, I, yeah. Oh, I, sorry. Oh, let me guess. I guess that sorry, I would sorry. guess that's indigenous art. I yeah, was going to in- guess that. Yeah, it's very is- nice. It's a it's a Canada goose. Yes. Um, 
And can you just tip it a little bit towards me? Yeah. And it looks like there's maybe a hill that's sort of coming out of the goose, or it might be a wing. And then yeah, I think it's a, a wing. Sun. Yeah. sun. And a sun. Yep. Yeah. And, and this is from, but, yeah, this is called Good Morning. But the sunbeam is going through the wing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, because, uh, yep. Yeah, sort I of. I like yeah. it. I like it. I like, I like it very it. much. Um, and this is from uh, an, an indigenous artist named Benjamin Chichi. Um, and uh, purchased local? it this summer. Uh, not local to North Carolina. Local to, um, to yeah, lo local to uh, Perry Sound, uh, Ontario. And wow. so we were in a gallery this summer, and I and I bought this print yeah, for really for my nice. office. Yeah, I like I like it. I'm a I'm a big fan of um, you know, like try try with I try with art for stuff that kind of represents me, but it's a little not too much on the nose. Maybe the Olympia is a little too much. Um, a but little it, too but, much. Yeah, but I'm I I want stuff like I I'm I'm very uh, I I really enjoy um indigenous art and i think you and i talked about uh, we'll put this in um uh, notes again but we talked about a documentary a while ago um uh, about like uh, just kind of uh fake indigenous art in ontario and it was kind of a real like sad um um documentary but i thought it, it was very fascinating it made me really want to um like if i am purchasing art i'm trying to do my best to make sure that people aren't being exploited mm -hmm. um for it um and uh gosh what was the guy's name document do you remember talking about this at all it does not ring a bell with me um well it, well while you while you do that let me give the uh listeners to this audio podcast a tour of my office oh um, yeah 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 what you can see right now is if i if i pivot this way um you can see up oh, and 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 center stage is going to pivot back you can see my microphone microphone uh microphone a microscope uh winfred's yep, yep. microscope was my job on the task list i won Fred Weber's microscope. It's a laboratory and award. Uh, there's the microscope and the plaque. Um, also sitting next to that in a place of honor is looks like a package of Eclipse gum. Um, next to that is uh, some dog treats. Um, and then there's some books over there in my bookshelf. Um, and then uh, here's my other bookshelf, uh, which is going to pivot back because I'm using uh, center stage or whatever that Apple thing is yep, called. Yep. Um, and then there's uh, there's my um, place on my wall where uh, somebody there's, needs to come in and, and do some sheet rocking. That's been there for a, about yeah. about a, a year and a half. Um, perfect. So perfect. yeah. So my um, but well, but I'm very excited someday to show you my new office, my new department chair. This is my home office, Ben. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm very excited to show you my department chair office, uh, which is right now um, almost completely empty because it's getting uh, a makeover. Makeover. That's that. I I understand. Um. I. Uh, yeah. I'm in. I. I. Well, maybe the listeners will um might know about this because I talked about it a little bit. But the reason why I'm showing you this is because I moved into this office on Thursday. So nice. um, not to obsec me too much on when I post this, but it was just four days ago. Um, that I that I moved in here, and so I unpacked everything over the last couple of days, and now now I'm here, and I thought I'd show you a little little bit about what I'm doing here. Um, nice. uh, as for follow up, and I guess I can probably turn my video off now. Um, uh, not, not that I don't enjoy seeing you it's just, uh, it's no. very, it's sometimes it's, very odd. The, but it's yeah. bit, you know, it seems surprisingly not odd today. I just no, think true. because we've, we have done in the pandemic, we have done so much of this meeting via zoom stuff. That's true. That's true. Um, so, uh, the, 
movie that I was thinking of is called There Are No Fakes. No fakes, yeah. Um, and it is uh, about um, uh, the painting by the world's first indigenous art star, Norval Morisot, the self-taught, self-destructive Canadian genius. Chagall once dubbed the Picasso of the North. Um, and then also um, Kevin Hearn of the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Um, what, what really starts this is he buys a painting that turns out was a fake. Um, and so this, this, I watched this documentary and again, it's, there's some, there's some real sad things, um, on it. Um, but, uh, it was, I watched it on Amazon prime. I'm not sure if it's still there or not, but mm. check out, there are no fakes. Um, it's a, uh, it's a really, it, it, it's very interesting. Uh, at least, at least it was to me. So anyway, yeah. that's why it is inspired me, um, to when, when we are in Canada, find indigenous art, but then also talk with the places where I buy it to make sure that that they're like that the people that are making it are getting credit for it and it's not a um yeah it's not an ex, a, like exploited situation um yeah. so so anyway cool. um yeah so I moved um it, we're, we're learning things about our building like the lights come on automatically um oh just kind of randomly sometimes like they hmm. they come on for for motion but then they turn off for motion but then no like, haven't figured out like they don't come with a with a manual like uh i mean there i'm sure there is a manual i just don't know what the the um where, where to find it yet or what the um the model number of my light situation is so so if someone walks by my office sometimes all my lights will go on, um, which is not, oh, when not you're ideal. in the office with the lights off. Yeah. Or... Yep. Yeah. Do you have that at your, at your I know you don't go to grocery stores anymore, um, but have you been to a grocery store where the the lights in the freezer section go off? Like if no one's been in there and then when you walk by, the lights come on automatically. I, is... I have not. I have oh. not. Actually, the last time. That I well, where was I? I was somewhere. You know, it's a European thing. I think that was the. Um, I, I want to. Oh, I that was. It was like that at the FAO building where I was recently. Um, uh, yep. It might have been like that at the hotel. Um, I do remember also years ago I was at another FAO WHO meeting in Elsinore, Denmark, and the hotel again. They're very. Um, those Europeans, man, they are really uh, way ahead of us uh, Americans um, in terms of their energy savings and energy consciousness. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we could probably do better. Although it is weird, you want here's the thing: if you have automatic lights, you want them to work in a predictable, understandable way, and and you that might also maybe be able to tweak that, right? Yes, yes, and and that there that that is the 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 growing pains of moving into a new space that I have not quite figured out yet. Um, well, or, but you know, or, yeah. one of the, one of the good things about the space that you're in right now, yep. I'm, what? I'm betting no fountain, no fountain, no, no Legionella, no fountain. <laughs> um, I, I don't have to, yep. There, there was never, there was never a fountain in the plans. Never, never once. <laughs> um, also, and I didn't show you this, but, but we have Rutgers, I'm sure has a, uh, like an iconic place on campus, right? Like, do you have, you got a, you got a tower oh, yeah. or a fountain um, or something that uh, people like? I think it's, we, I think we have some gates sort of like the, the gates. Yeah. Georgia gates. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I can, the ours is the, the NC state bell tower. Um, and, uh, it, it's a place where, 
uh, we, like people, people gather if there's, if, if they're there, if we're celebrating something, if we're, if there's a, a vigil, it's, it's at the NC State University Memorial Bell Tower. Um, that's what the Wikipedia page says. Um, if a, if a sports ball team does really well, uh, they come back and we light the tower red. Oh, so nice. Yeah. So I, um, according to the uh, Wikipedia page, uh, the bell tower is constructed from 1,400 tons of granite that was uh, quarried at Mount Airy, North Carolina, which is also where um, Andy Griffiths was from. Oh, uh, right. Yep. Mayberry. Uh, Mayberry, Mayberry. So uh, anyway, I can see it from my office, just like just like Sarah Palin. And, and <laughs> I can't see Sarah Palin from my office, but I can certainly see the NC State bell tower. So it's nice. it's kind of cool to like I it 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 is above um, a whole bunch of trees. It's it's off maybe uh, I don't know half a mile in the distance, but it's a it's a really nice view right from my office. Which that I before I don't know if you remember. Well, I'm sure the listeners remember, but Don, I don't know if you remember that some of the views that I had from my previous office included um a uh porta potty mm -hmm. um and and i was able to to wave at people as they went in and out i could you know i one guy was concerned for um you know uh, maybe just his kidney function about the number of times he, need, he was in there <laughs> in a day but now i have a bell tower instead of a, a porta potty so it's it's beautiful it's a nice it's a nice change very nice. Well, I, I've looked up uh, great places to visit at Rutgers, and there's a lot of them. Um, okay, including some I did not know about. Uh, take a walk across the Kissing Bridge. Uh, did not know about that. The Rutgers Garden. I was just there the other day. Lovely location near to campus, near to my campus. The Rutgers Farm, which is also near to my campus. Um, and the one I'm thinking of is take a walk around Passion Puddle. Uh, which is located on on my campus. And actually, I was talking with our dean, and she was explaining to me that she has the best office on campus because she has a wonderful. She looks out on on uh, on that grassy uh, slope and passion puddle. So, oh. yeah. have you seen the mastodon? I have not Rutgers... seen the mastodon at the Rutgers <laughs> Geology Museum. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I have not. I, this is I, uh, I, ha I have visited yeah. the Zimmerly, which is not the same as the Zamboni. No. Uh, this has not really... attended a big Big Ten sporting event. Thank you very much. No. Oh, I have I have uh, snapped a selfie at the Rutgers R uh, over at the um, uh, stadium. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. We the, we don't have like something quite like that. The Kissing Bridge. You should visit this. This looks cool. From the class of nineteen twenty six. That's what it says. I don't know. Yeah. I can't zoom in. Um, it's also oh, it's also the Ravine Bridge. It's uh, it was uh, I'm, I've zoomed in on the picture here. It was donated to Douglas College uh, by the class of 1926 and restored in the 1970s and again in uh, 2001. Um, yeah. Built built by the same, engineered by the same firm that uh, built the Brooklyn and the George Washington Bridges. So that's oh, pretty well, cool. That is cool. That is cool. Nice. Nice. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, this is taking a weird turn. It has. It has. I don't. I don't have anything else to add. Well, I, <laughs> you don't have anything I, else. Well, I guess that's just a show. show. Yeah. Bye. But see everybody. See everybody at the kissing bridge. Um, I I did. So um, I I hope I'm not like uh, scooping somebody, but I did something today that was that I thought was kind of fun, um, and I rode around campus for uh, about an hour in on, a mobile. No, 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 on a on a bus, but not on like a, a school bus, like our okay. campus bus. 
but it okay. wasn't but it was it was for yeah. um I wasn't just going from place to place. I, in fact, walked uh, almost a mile to the bus stop because now the, now I've moved on campus, Don. I can uh -huh. walk places. Like I can oh, walk. Yeah. And in fact, oh, yeah. that was another thing I was going to tell you about, but I'll tell you about the bus first. So mm. um, I, did a, I did an interview on the bus. Um, oh, and it'll cool. come out soon, but it was for our um, our alumni um, uh, group at the university to talk about food safety things. Um, and so I don't know when it's going to come out, so I don't want to like spoil too much of it or, or anything. You know, you you let the you let the professionals do the thing, and then when it comes out, we can talk about it more. But I I got to yeah I got to ride around on a bus today and and do an interview and talk about there were, there are were a few cool things like um, they asked me some good questions. Um, and in fact, and, one and was yeah. there a reason why you did it on the bus? It's, it's part of a series on the bus. It's a, oh, okay. yeah. Multiple people will be, be being interviewed on a bus. Um, and, and it's, I, I thought it was a cool, like fun, little quirky thing, right? Like, like let's ride around campus. It's like, um, comedians in cars getting coffee. Have you, have you seen that? <laughs> I have heard of that. Um, being on the bus um, makes, actually makes me think about um, the electric Kool-Aid acid test. Have you ever oh, read that uh, book? Yeah, uh, I absolutely have. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Wolf, and, right? Uh, written by Tom Wolf. Uh, yep, featuring uh, Ken Kesey, Ken who, Kesey. who said yep. this is a very famous quote from Ken Kesey. Uh, there are going to be times when we can't wait for somebody. Now you're either on the bus or off the bus. If you're on the bus and you get left behind, then you'll find it again. If you're off the bus in the first place, then it won't make a damn. I'm not that, quite sure. I probably have not taken enough LSD today to be able to make sense of that, but that seems very wise. I love that quote. I that that <laughs> that's very like that's very Neil Young, right? Like yes. like uh, I've been I've been on the road and I've been in the ditch, and the ditch is more interesting. <laughs> 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 that's a great quote. I yeah, know yeah. That one. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. the uh, uh, from the from the ditch trilogy, um, and uh, I think that was in, uh, I think that was on the beach. He was talking about one of the albums. Um, ditch Neil Young. I may have gotten it a little bit wrong, but let me see if I can find. Um, yeah, time fades away on the beach and tonight's the night, which okay, probably yep. would be my three favorite Neil Young albums. Um, and and so and I did find them very very um, interesting. Um, interesting. I gotta see if I can find the. Um, uh, yeah, they're they're known as oh, no. Here it is. The, I I totally didn't get it right, but mm. I will let me let me get the actual one. Um, Heart of gold put me in the middle of the road. Traveling there soon became a bore. So I headed for the ditch, a rougher mm. ride, but I saw more interesting people there. Mm. That's so he's much more articulate than I am. Um, <laughs> well, but you capture the sense of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ditch is more interesting. There's more interesting people there. Anyway, so yeah. we'll link to this from Flood Magazine. Um, I would put, I, I think I would put Tonight's the Night as my favorite, favorite Neil Young album um, hmm. from start to finish. Hmm. Um, and I, I've been. Um, I've been thinking about albums a lot these days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not an announcement. I'm not. I'm not putting out an album. Um, but I am in the midst. This. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I do. I record things with you. So let me. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, I'm giving you. Um, do Do you want to hear some of the stuff that that I wrote down notes for today? I prepared. Oh. Okay. So I, I, have, is, I have a. I have a few notes. But but please go ahead. 
Okay, so show. we're we're moving on. So the first thing was move, right? Talked about that. Check. Mm-hmm. The next thing is concerts. Okay. Okay. So I uh, I'm in the midst of a 11 day four concert viewing um, uh, time frame in my life, which is like uh, not something I've done for 15 plus years. Seeing so many like live bands in a short amount of time. Um, and, and so last week I saw, um, all of these are with my, uh, with my youngest kid, uh, Sam, who is like a music fiend. Like he, he will go find bands. He like almost anything you can throw at him. He likes, he loves music of all different genres. So last week we saw a band called shovels and rope. Um, I don't, have I told you this? Cause no. I don't think we've talked. Okay. No so shovels, shovels and rope. Um, we fell in love with them uh, because of a couple of cover albums that they did where they cover, um, actually, they cover a Neil Young song. Um, they mm-hmm. cover uh, a known legend, but it's a, a, a husband and wife duo. Um, they're from Charleston, uh, uh, South Carolina, and they, they, they're, it's like roots, um, country, like, I don't know, it's hard to hard to really like roots, define roots roots rock reggae or am i thinking of somebody else i think you're I'm thinking, thinking of someone somebody. else yeah, yeah yeah but it's 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 like it, it it's very um it, it, like the concert we saw was in the in a place called saxapaha <laughs> north carolina um which is a, a very small town but there is this really really cool concert venue it's about it's about 30 minutes outside of chapel hill a 30 or a, a really cool concert venue called the haw river ballroom and um it, it's got wonderful acoustics uh mm. and it's in an old it's like a, a room from an old factory and then there's a brewery there and there's a little restaurant anyway um what we went there last week saw shovels and rope and it was me and sam we we don't even really know most of their songs but i was like i want to go to this concert and he's like i want to go with you so it was just a t- the two of us drove out there and sat in folding chairs in what was kind of like feels a little bit like um like a high school gym like vibe but with wonderful wonderful sound and uh shuffles and rope played with just like a, a you know a, a couple of acoustic guitars and a keyboard and no no backing band um and it was it was awesome it was really really cool so then the net um two nights later we saw a ba- band from um uh essentially uh, louisville um kentucky but i think they're across they're actually from across the river in indiana and they're called Houndmouth, mm. um, and uh, and this was a totally different vibe. It was like in Chapel Hill, bunch of college kids, um, and more more um, rock rock and roll. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so that was awesome. And then this week we're going to see a, a band called Sunroom, who Sam found just on Apple Music uh, at an, here in Raleigh, um, and they play surf rock. Um, they, they're known as Sunroom <clears throat> the band on the, uh, on the internet. Um, and then, uh, to round this out Friday night, we're going way off the, the like this roots rock, uh, reggae revival. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, we're going to see, uh, a, a rapper artist called, uh, Travis Scott. Um, so, uh, which is a to- totally different. So anyway, I'm in like the, this whole, you know, all, all I feel like I do right now is go to go to concerts. Um, nice. Yeah, which is actually pretty 
it's been it's been fun and it's it's really fun hanging out with my kid going to these shows and he's you know he's um go, basically just having his run of bars listening to music and and it's kind of fun rolling in with a underage kid because they stamp my hand and then he just is there and it's like i don't know it's a uh, it's nothing that i i ever did with my parents um mm -hmm. and i i'm enjoying my time hanging out with him and he's my he's like my concert buddy it's fun it's a lot of oh, fun that's nice that's yeah. nice so I, I i have two um uh event slash uh hanging out with your kid things uh, which i think would be an appropriate place to put in the show here um perfect and this is not a, a show that i went to but it is a show that i recently listened to and it's right down there in your neck of the woods and uh this was the love it or leave it episode that just posted uh that he recorded at the orange peel social aid and pleasure club in Asheville, north carolina yes and it was it was really it was a really fun episode to listen to and um at the end he he talks about uh that he's on ozempic <laughs> and he talks <laughs> about he talks about the effect that it's had on his eating and uh yeah it was just a, it was a really good actually he's had a, a couple of nice nice runs of shows um, in the South, um, most one prior to this was, um, in Georgia and then this one in, uh, uh North Carolina. And it's just, yeah, it's just, which is, they just been a couple of really good, really good, uh, episodes of the podcast, uh, which, uh, I would, I would recommend. And then, um, the kid related thing actually got to hang out with both of my kids, uh, but, uh, mostly to, for, uh, for one who got married on Saturday and congratulations. That was, thanks. That was really fun. We had a really nice fun day a fun couple of days actually with the uh rehearsal the rehearsal dinner the the actual day of photographs and then the the wedding and the and the reception afterwards and it was just it was just a, a heck of a lot of fun and everybody seemed to have a, a really good time so that was nice that's awesome um and uh the, i mean that is a show right like the a weddings oh it weddings, is like going to a show yeah. um so uh fan, fantastic um for for you and you know just the um uh you know congratulations to 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 your son and, yeah, and your new uh you know daughter-in-law and yep. and your whole family oh, and that's oh, that's exciting oh and and one actually one very interesting thing um was uh so she's jewish um and he is not um, but they had elements of uh, Jewish celebration. He got to break a glass with his foot, which is really cool. Um, they got they got married under a chuppah, which is also a thing. Um, and uh, we got to dance uh, to Hava Nagila. Um, That's so which awesome. Was, which is going around in circles, and it was a lot of fun. About half the people knew what they were doing, and the other half did not, and uh, it was hilarious. That very very cool. Um, and. Uh, I've never, I've not been to uh, a wedding uh, where we're having a gila and, and glasses are, are broken, uh, like on purpose. I've, I've seen, I've seen glasses breaking uh, by by accident, um, but that's a, that's gonna be a cool, cool experience. That's awesome. Um, very, very cool. Um, so um, a couple other things I wanted to just bring bring your attention to, uh, Don, as we talk about stuff, mm -hmm. and this is gonna get us a little bit into food safety. Um, uh, do you know, I, 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 do you know what yesterday was, um, Monday. in the world of foods? Oh, wow. Oh, was. oh, 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 and speaking of, okay. I, so this is great. So we have both prepared, um, and we are in sync. You can tell me about what yesterday was, and I want to tell you what today is. Oh my gosh. Let's go, go. Okay. Well, well, yesterday, yesterday was uh, a Canadian Thanksgiving 
And oh, uh, no, already? It comes yes, earlier we, every year. It comes earlier every year. Uh, I, I think you're thinking probably because of uh, global warming and climate change issues. <laughs> uh, it just feels like it's it's warmer. Yeah. So so my uh, my my country folk were were all uh, um, off yesterday celebrating um, Thanksgiving. Um, I received and so just to keep the counter going on this, um, I received three separate text messages just about. Um, uh, temperature, what temperature should we cook the turkey to from three different people? Uh, what temperature should we cook the turkey to? Um, I forgot to pull the turkey out of the freezer to thought, what do we do now? Which I answered. So the first answer was 165 and I got that one twice. Uh, and then the second one was, don't worry, you can cook it from frozen. Thanks to, to Pete Snyder. And, uh, it's going to take a little bit longer and your dinner's not going to be at four o'clock in the afternoon, but you absolutely can just cook it. But from you know frozen. what? It's going to be, it's going to be safe. It's yep. going to be safe. So, um, yeah. And, and it, so it, 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 it is always the precursor, um, because it comes earlier in the calendar to, to American Thanksgiving as it's known in, in my house or as it's known here in Raleigh Thanksgiving. Um, and, uh, and, and so I, I'm always like, I'm always wary of trying to figure out different ways for us to like, um, get get information out there around Thanksgiving. Um, and so uh, I had a, a couple of conversations today with folks in communications about like doing some um, live chats on Thanksgiving or being able to answer stuff on uh, social media. So I think our group's going to try and do that uh, again this year, but also the university, I think, is going to try and promote it a little bit saying, hey, if you've got questions, sure, you can call Butterball or you can call the um, the uh, meat and poultry hotline, or you can uh, tweet at somebody or make a TikTok video about something for um, uh, in, on social media, and the Safe Plates group's gonna gonna answer it as well. But yeah, I mean, it, it like you said, it's coming. It comes quick. It comes quicker every year, and we're really only what like six or seven weeks away from uh, from Thanksgiving here uh, in in Raleigh and in uh, in uh, New Jersey as well. <laughs> uh, so what's today? Today, Ben, 19, I, so I found out about this um, from Twitter, um, which is I'm, what I'm still going to call the website, yes, yes. Um, where uh, I went to post about, to get caught up on risky or not postings, uh, because I was behind on posting the episodes on the internet and then behind on posting about them on Twitter. Um, and I follow on Twitter, I follow, he's an excellent follow, uh, Ziggy underscore Sabatka. Um, who is also his Twitter handle is at Ziggy's duck, Ziggy's underscore duck. And uh, Ziggy uh, tweeted today that 19 years ago today, the wire season three, episode four, Hamsterdam preferred premiered on HBO 10, 10, Oh four. So we are wow. almost 20, 20 years ago uh, today, 19 years ago today. Um, uh, uh, the the canonical <laughs> canonical episode the, yeah. the episode which is which we've talked about so many times uh, and we've even done a podcast sort of about it um, uh, yeah called uh, raw milk Amsterdam so yeah. Amsterdam which which uh, Ziggy's uh, um, uh, 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 post said with a quote look we grind and y'all try to stop it that's how we do why you gotta go and f up the program f with the program from fruit. Oh, so good. That's right. Whoa. Okay. Did you also see the the follow up to this? Hamsterdam made it onto Google Earth as a pharmacy. It has fourteen five star reviews. <laughs> no, Hamsterdam 
Erickson Place Pharmacy in Baltimore. Oh, I did not see this. Oh my gosh. That is actually the best. Yeah. I always tickled me that the writers came up with the name Hamsterdam. Oh, this is so good. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, I just like, yeah. I mean, certainly one of the, um, you know, influent, one of the most influential episodes to this podcast specifically. Yes. Um, and I, I'm, I'm like debating whether and well, not whether, but when to rewatch the wire with my teenagers. Like I want to yeah. rewatch it, but I don't yeah. know. It, like I actually, I don't have a pro. I, like I don't think they have a problem handling the the adult themes in it. So you know, don't at me for my parenting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I, I I'm worried that they that it's too slow for them. Like like from a from a um like they're I I mean pacing. you and I, yeah. yeah the pacing like like you and I we're in because this is the kind of stories we want to we want to watch right like there's a lot going on but. But it, it is, um, it, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, it's, fa famously, all the pieces matter, right? Yes this, is, yes. this is not a show that you can look at your phone while you're watching. You right. really need to watch just constantly because there's nothing wasted. There's nothing that's a throwaway, right? Yep. Yeah. It's all for, it's all on purpose, right? It all right. builds to, yeah, to something. We, we have been watching, um, a show on Amazon Prime called Jury Duty. Did we talk about this? Because we started, so. we, we watched an episode of this a while ago and then got derailed with, you know, summer and travel and stuff. And then we watched like three or four um, episodes last last night. Um, and so this, I have, I've read nothing about this. So I don't know how real it is, but the, I'm going to give you the IMDB link to it because the premise of it is what's keeping us going on it. Um, it follows the workings of an American jury trial through the eyes of Ronald Gladden, a juror who is unaware that the entire case is fake. Everyone except him is oh an actor gosh. and everything that happens oh, I, is carefully planned. I did. I did. He did. Maybe so, we did talk so about it. I've heard about this. The idea here is yeah. that this, like, he thinks he's participating in a reality show, but it's all, it's like the Truman Show all around him. Oof. Yeah. And, and it got nominated for four Emmys. So that's kind of cool. Um, like, and it's, it's good. We're like four episodes in. It's awkward. Um, mm. it, uh, but the, the reason why I wanted to tell you about it. And, and again, we Dom, we can always bring things back to food safety, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, the greatest character in this show is James Marsden, who is, uh -huh. is also on the jury. Like right. he, but as himself and he's, oh. yeah. So, so like, I don't want to, I'm not going to, it's, it's fantastic. It's like this, this whole thing's happening in Los Angeles. Um, people are like, oh, I think that's, I think that's Cyclops. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's all, it's all kind of like, it, it seems like it's all staged. This guy doesn't know that he, that like, he's not in on the joke. Um, so I, you know, obviously now I think he is, but I haven't read, like, I, I don't want to read anything about it. I don't want to yeah, ruin it. No spoilers. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've just, we've just been picking away at it. Um, so yeah. So anyway, the, I, I don't think that it will make it to your TV. Just, just, you know, like knowing, knowing Kristen. Yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think our, our, our TV yeah. doesn't get that channel. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Uh, hey, so I just received some important real-time email. Oh, um, okay. Uh, uh, how, how do you say, how do you, because you're the expert on pronunciation on ah. the show. How, how do you say that beverage that we did a risky or not episode about that starts with the letter H? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, Don, obviously I want to say sabotage first, <laughs> but, but really um, I, I, I think I pronounce it incorrectly as horchata. Horchata. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, how how yeah. am I supposed to say it? I don't know. I don't know, oh. but I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting spam. I'm getting spam now. Um, uh, which, uh, it says, uh, this, uh, uh, this company announces a special, um, uh, horchata flavor addition to their flagship line of a drink mix that's packed with whole food ingredients, vitamins, minerals, and superfoods. Um, you're welcome to share this new product on your end, and we're Uh-oh. happy to ship products for your editorial consideration, Ben. Oh, I'm still here. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm I'm still talking. Can you hear me now? This is weird. Can you hear me? I'm talking. I can still hear you. It's so weird. You're yeah. I'm. Yeah. Am I here now? You just yeah. like stopped halfway through. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Oh, um, now you're back. You're back. You're back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm um, not really sure what's going on there, but uh, all um, right. Well, let's keep going. Let's keep uh, going. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I have, I've not. There's no, there's no obvious causes of my drop on this end. So, <laughs> well, Don, I moved into a new building with lots of data oh, drops. So who ooh, knows? Who ooh, knows what's going data on drops, here? Drops, data drops. Data, yes, data drops. There. Yeah. So sorry. So sorry. New, a new flavor of a horchata. Yep. Or or horchata. Um, it's yeah. it's vegan and gluten free. Um, and. They, they're, they, they, they here. This is in bold. You know, it's an important sentence. Um, your, uh-huh. that's y o u apostrophe r e. Oh, you are, okay. yes, correct. You, you are. are welcome to share this new product on your end, and we're happy to ship products for editorial consideration. Thank you, and I look forward to connecting. Best, Brittany. So I think Brittany thinks that I might be able to help remove some product. Um, as they say in Amsterdam. <laughs> well, that. I'm I I like it. I think you should. Uh, we're talking uh, horchata Amsterdam now. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, I've got a game for you. Are you okay? Are you up, are you up for oh, it? I'm 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 up for a game. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop a uh, link into your into the, the our secret uh, super secret text chat. It is a link to a Frontiers uh, microbiology journal article. Mm. Um, the the article title is "Whole Genome Sequence Analysis of Aramonas Species oh. Isolated." No, wait, wait, wait. From Ray to Eat Seafood, Antimicrobial Resistance and Virulence Factors. Okay, I'm going to give you thir- 15, 20, 30 seconds to scan this article. And the okay. game, the game is predict the headline. It's new. I just came up with this today, Don. I oh, okay. So, yep. so in other words, this is an article that was recently published. You've also come across a news article. Yes, uh, I'm going to put news in in air quotes. Uh, well, air quotes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. And and you get to, um, you get to guess the headline. Okay. Um. 
deadly bacteria in the seafood that you are eating? Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Um, um, is there anything in this that you would see? This might lead it too much. Mm. Is there any specific type of, of seafood that you would see here? Well, the, the the title of the article says ready to eat seafood sushi um deadly deadly bacteria in sushi but now sushi's not i guess sushi's ready to eat technically here we go yeah. um, head, headline mm. safety of sushi questioned by researcher okay there we go and subhead a scientist has carried out a study into the safety of sushi to weigh up the potential health risks that come with eating raw seafood mm. okay <sighs> I'm, I'm going to tell you, Don, it's not really what the data shows. Um, so I sent you the, the link. Um, uh, according to one, the, uh, one of the um, uh, author, uh, uh, Jung Lee, a recent PhD graduate of the Department of Biotechnology and Food Science at um, Norwegian University of Science and Technology, the NTNU. I know those two things. And NUST uh, is uh, the English translation, but it's NTNU. Uh, quote um, Sushi has become everyday fare in Norway and elsewhere around the globe, and many people opt for sashimi. Um, okay. It's an important emphasize here that as a general rule, it is completely safe to eat this type of food in Norway. <laughs> the headline, though, it's questioned. Um, uh, where was the other thing that I loved here? Uh, according oh, to the, I, I, yeah. I do want to know. Um, so the the author is a recent PhD, Graudate. Graudate, Graudate at yes. the Department of Biotechnology and Food Science. So yep. Yep. Uh, he's not a graduate. He's Sorry. a Graudate. Graudate, Graudate, Graudate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> must be that must be some Norwegian for graduate. Yeah, or horchata. That's Norwegian for horchata. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So according to Lee, bacteria in sushi, sashimi, and cold smoked fish products can, quote, pose a risk to people who eat such foods frequently, especially people with weak immune systems, children, and elderly. This is the thing, Donna, that I saw with this is, is this really news? Like, is this, mm. is the, the, the paper, no. the paper actually is interesting. So the paper is about specific Aramona species right. in, in here, not other pathogens, but right. it, but it, it, I actually think that that there's some interesting stuff just about like the where where am I be coming from and virulence factors. Like from a from a molecular biology standpoint, there's some good stuff. Um, but it, 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 to me, it's like an extrapolation to get into this. Well, what does this mean? Yeah, of course like okay let's replace any food and i'm not the like the biggest sushi defender but okay if you uh, uh, here um uh quote pose a risk to people who eat such foods frequently especially people with weak immune systems children and the elderly okay let's put another bunch of foods in front of that um ice cream right mm, yep uh leafy greens Sure. Right. Like, mm -hmm. like there are any, any foods that, that have been identified as, as carrying pathogens, um, uh, can, can pose a risk like that, that. I don't know. It just, this one, I, I got really excited when I saw the headline 
right? I wanted to know. It was not the study I was looking for, and it seems like it's a, the study is adjacent to the headline. Yes. To me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for so, sure. Like if I if, if we if I was concerned about sushi, I would do some sort of an exhaustive study of sushi from different regions, you know, in, in a country. Um, and I would look for different organisms, maybe Aramonas as well, but certainly uh, look for Vibrio, right? Look for Salmonella. Um, you know, all of that would be important. Um, hey, um, can are you are, are we done with this topic? Yeah, we're done with this topic. That was the game. Okay, so so I want to talk to you about a food that is actually dangerous. And this this is, I guess this is, I don't know, is this follow forward, back, follow back? Um, I'm not sure what you call it, but this is going to be follow-up for an episode of Risky or Not that has not oh, posted yeah. yet. Yeah, okay? yeah, right, right, and right. This is yes. Thank you. This I did a little bit of digging. So we've got an episode of Risky or Not that's coming up at some point in the future. Um, and in that episode we i stumble across something called ginger jake and uh, i wasn't sure what ginger jake was but it turns out it was a thing that happened in the 1930s and eventually it led me to this article that i just shared with you uh which is a chapter from a book called um the history of modern clinical toxicology um and it's uh triortho phosphate open quote, Ginger Jake, close quote, disaster, United States, 1930s. And, and this is, this is why we have an FDA, right? Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, and, and again, I'll, I'll just read you from the abstract because it's fascinating. This is a story more than a story of poisoning. It's a commentary on the prevailing socioeconomic, political, and cultural forces at the time, broken families, broken people, joblessness, poverty, austerity, and hopelessness brought on by the Great Depression. It's also a tale of medical case finding and intrigue, uh, one full of intrepid medical heroes and despicable businessmen out to make a buck. Uh, poisoning by Ginger Jake, a cheap alcoholic tonic tainted with the neurotoxic chemical triorthocresyl phosphate, affected more than 50,000 people, many middle-aged, jobless, vagrant men living in poverty. I mean, wow. Like, talk about a story that I didn't know. Totally. Um, okay, so you, yeah. you made me Google some stuff here. Um, mm -hmm. I found another article from 1995 called Ginger Jake and the Blues, a tragic song of poisoning. So this also made it into the musical world, uh, a, uh, a, a, um, a song called Jake Leg Blues. Um, you thought the lively man would die when you made the country dry. When you made it so, he could not get another drop of rye. Uh, and, uh, he, he, oh, well, it's here he comes. I mean, to tell you, here he comes. He's got those Jake Limberleg blues, and this is all about the poisoning, uh, ac yeah. according to, wow. I yeah, didn't know which, anything about which this. causes, yeah, which causes your leg to twitch, right? Like, yeah. that's why it's called the Jake Leg blues. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. This is, this is, yeah, this is kind of, this is wild. We, we need to, oh, I need to, I need to learn more about this. This is, this, this is a documentary <laughs> I'd like to watch. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ginger Jake. Maybe there is one uh, documentary. Um, not not seeing one. Not seeing one. Okay. Um, well, there's an opportunity for us. Yeah. Jake Leg and Affliction and the Bill Blues It Inspired. Here's that. There's an All Things Considered from 2003 episode on oh, this. How about that? How about oh, that? Oh, now right. we're talking. No documentary, on. but All Things Considered. That's great. That, that's perfect. Okay, now I've got some listening for, for my drive home today. Um, oh, this is fan, fantastic. Uh, well, 
so this you know like just you know the you know now now i'm an expert on ginger jake from ginger jake from the last <laughs> from like reading, 30 seconds reading but, yeah reading on the internet yeah yeah um but but it, it does remind me of why we have institutional review boards right in in the research that we do just based on um some of the tuskegee experiments um and uh just utilizing um populations that were incarcerated and primarily black populations for um human subject research and gosh man this is a like this is not about research but it, it just you know um it, the reading for this abstract from the from the one paper um the uh, those responsible tragic enduring legacy for the invisible group of americans who were victimized right like we're uh, socially yeah. um uh uh marginalized individuals um wow this is something else okay the uh, I'm, I'm gonna learn more about this don this is uh, yeah follow forward that we you just coined that um if, if john uh, Syracuse copyright john Syracuse. <laughs> yeah if john if john Syracuse created follow follow back follow up you, you follow forward is that a thing that they that, it's, that he's it's, talking a, about it's a it's a thing that i that casey oh. list i'm sure could tell us more about friend of the show thank uh, you yeah. guest casey list can I tell you I have a I, I have a confession about Casey Liss? I, um, I, 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 um, my confession is that um, on on my my whiteboard I had a note for I think eighteen months to send Casey Liss a thermometer and I've oh I've, and and I, I never did it, Don. I'm I and and I I know oh. this because I erased that note when I moved offices, and then I oh, rewrote no. it. No, so here's what I did: is I rewrote it in OmniFocus, thinking oh, well. that this will now it'll work, right? Like now it's in a different. I've I've just moved. I've just I hopefully have not just moved the <laughs> moved the compost. <laughs> To, to a different CRISPR. Term. CRISPR. Yep. <laughs> um, so can oh. we can we do a little uh, interspersed uh, department head chair safety talk for task management right now? Yeah, of course. This is your so, show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this show is like funny to two people, uh, know, and, and, it's, and it's us. Um, so yeah, so how, I I am I'm feeling I think I shared some time ago on a previous episode that I was feeling pretty good because I'd gotten rid of my old CRISPR and started throwing <laughs> my compost in a brand new CRISPR called yeah, Task, yeah. not Taskmaster. That's a very funny funny TV show, but Task Paper. Um, and uh, and I feel I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling good because I'm talking to you. I'm having I'm having fun here, but uh, I am feeling overwhelmed. I am feeling like I got too much to do. I, you know, and I do I do I did realize this week spending this weekend at a wedding and hanging out with family did make me realize that working on the weekend is a thing that I do, which yeah, helps yeah. me not fall behind. And right, I didn't. Right. And you're very disciplined and you you do all this stuff with your kids and you have this time all fire, firewalled off. It's kind of good to know. I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I, it's not good that you didn't send Casey a thermometer, <laughs> but it's, I feel better yeah. to know that, you know, that, and I guess my advice, my advice, the advice that I'm asking for from you is how do you like, and again, the the one quote that I keep thinking of is is which I'm sure I've shared countless countless times. Apologies to everyone who's heard me talk about this. Um, the trick, William Potter, is not to mind that it hurts. Right, the quote from Lawrence of Arabia about putting a candle out with your fingertips, and yes, it hurts. And so the, I mean, so being a department head or being department chair hurts uh, because you inevitably don't do some stuff that you thought you should yeah. do. So how do you, I mean, again, maybe this is more of a suitable for a therapy session, but oh, what do you, how do you, how do you 
deal. And, and oh, by the way, as we're talking here, I'm getting emails and I'm trying to not multitask too much, but I do now have a, a department chair related hard out uh, at two o'clock today, which is in plenty of time because we started on more or less on time and we're going to go for however long we go. Um, but yeah, and the people, other people who are department chairs or heads have described to me how their time is no longer their own. I think you yep. shared that with me. So what can you, well, how can you, how can you, Dr. Ben, professor, <laughs> professor Ben, can, can you help me with my problem? I, so I, I think I just had to let go of certain things yeah. and, 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 and sometimes, and, and I actually had this, um, I had a, uh, a couple of mentors that that I, I talked about this this strategy with before I became department head mm -hmm. um, as well, just because of getting overwhelmed and then getting behind and then not asking for help and making problems worse, right? Like mm -hmm. that that is a, um, a pitfall that I recognize in myself earlier now than I used to. And, and so, so like one of the big things for me is sometimes a thing's just not gonna get done. And, and I can, I'll feel bad about it for a while. And then I'll look at it and be like, I should, I, I really should do that. And then it gets comically late where like right now, it, yeah, I mean, now that we talked about it, maybe I will like actually send Casey a thermometer. Um, but, but like, it would be, it would be kind of ridiculous to be Casey receiving like un like out of nowhere, nine or 10 months later, just a random thermometer for me. Right. So oh, no, like, I, I think, I think he would be delighted to have. Uh, right. But it would be, it would be somewhat comical, right? Like it's like this thing didn't happen, didn't oh. happen. What, what, yeah. you, what made it happen? So for me, like I, things just like will slip off the list because of just long, long, long time. Yeah. Um, and so I like, I mean, I haven't figured it out, Don, like I'm, I'm a, as much of an f up as everybody um in this like and and there there are certain things so the the sorry the the, the mentoring piece that i was going to share with you first from that i received was sometimes like sometimes you just have to do a c game kind of thing right like you got an a game you got a b game and you, you got a c game and sometimes you just do a like a c game um effort to get it off your list and and it and it and it doesn't it's not great and it's not something that, that you feel good about but it but it got the like it got the job done and where i kind of like struggle sometimes is the difference between an a game and a b game and a b game and a c game and what what kind of attention time and attention i need to, to give to something um i did read a book that helped with this a little bit um i don't think you and i talked about this um but it's the um uh what this is called uh the subtle art of not giving an F. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, and, and there, there are a couple of things from this where it just helped me prioritize that. Like, like not, I, some things I, I, I just had to let go that it doesn't, that I don't need a battle on or I don't need to focus on it and, and it'll get done or I'll get somebody else to do it for me or mm -hmm. ask for help or, or whatever. But it, it was more about like, mentally being able to get past something that is on a list that's sitting there looking at me that sometimes I just, you know, I, I look at other parts of the list. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that's good advice. I mean, that's just what I do. 
Well, and no, and I think it's I think it's probably part of what everybody has to do. And you know, and again, in in the David Allen uh, parlance, um, you you have to uh, like do a weekly review and then have put stuff not take stuff and just put, yep. put it off your list or put it in a, a parking lot. As much as I hate that particular turn of phrase, but yeah, yep. And that that's I mean that's it. So I make time for. One thing that I've done better over the last six months that I hadn't done um, probably the first couple of years or year and a half that I was doing this job is that I do a, a much better, not only weekly review of the stuff that's on my list, but a weekly review of the stuff that I have upcoming. And I, and, right. and, and like, am I really going to do that? Because I'd much rather tell somebody Sunday, I'm not going to get to this. Right. Right. Like, right. And, 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 and or hey i know now that you need that you've got a deadline of thursday on this thing but i'm looking at my week and i really need it to happen be, yeah i need yeah. it to be next thursday like right. like right. um and, and if and if that's not cool hey no problem let me find someone else who can do it for you um kind of kind of thing and but where where that becomes difficult for me um like you you and i just did one of these things today right like a a thing came up where we had to review something that's going to get posted today and um and and the the person that that um wanted us to review it and add our like stuff to it wanted us was like hey can you do this friday and and you know you you jumped in as like i don't think i can i got a lot going on which was great because i also didn't think i could do it but then I would have, like, I wanted to do a good job on it. Like, I wanted to give it the time it deserved because it's for a friend. And it had not been for someone who, like, like one of our friends. I would have been like, ah, sure, I'll do it right now. And I would have spent 30 seconds on it and be like, yep, good enough, done, see game, it's off my list. Right. Or, or <laughs> I mean, this is, this is again, and we can talk, we don't have to get into the details, but this is something that our friend wrote for us, right? right like right. here's a thing that Don and Ben wrote, except yep. it was not written by Don and Ben. It was written by somebody else for Don and Ben to like sign off on. But of course, I'm not going to just sign off on something like right. that. I could. I could just say, yeah, it looks good. Boom. And so didn't not even take the 30 seconds. Just like I'm not even going to yes. look at it. I trust yes. you. You're a good, smart person. Um, I'll let you put words in my mouth. Go for it. Yes, this is fine. Cause it's not a, it's not a super important thing. But I'm like, no. Um, I should look at it. And then uh, the problem has been once I start looking at something, I have to fiddle, right? I have Absolute, to. Absolutely. Yep. Um, now I have to like, not, I don't do that obsessively, um, but I do need to do it um, because I want the, I want it to sound like I wrote it. Right. Um, yep. And they did most of the work. Even I didn't even have to write it. Didn't even have to get um, uh, chat GPT to write it. Right. It's, it's right, right. pretty well written, although it used a few turns of phrase that I wouldn't use. And so I, I worked on it and it, it didn't take, it's only a page and a half, right? Yeah. I didn't, didn't take a ton of time, but it took some time. It probably took 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes to really sit and, and get and say, okay, is this in my voice? Right. And is this, and also, cause I, I was pretty sure you hadn't done it yet, but I was pretty sure that you would do it once I did my edits. And, but I wanted to hopefully take care of some stuff that maybe you also would not want to say in that way. Right. And then right, right. And I also let you put, and, and what I, I will confess that what I did do was I edited it. Then you edited it. I looked at your edits, but I didn't like, like sort of wipe, accept changes and then go through it again, which I could right, have done, right. but I'm like, no, this is good enough. Right. Good enough. Yeah. 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 And in and, and that, so that's the, like, 
I don't know, the, the task management job, right? I think because, because I could like that, that task is a perfect example of what we could have done is you and I could have written it. Right? right, which would right. have been three hours year. worth of work, right? Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, three in hours year. in a year, in a year, yeah. yeah. And and so that's like a game, right? Like that well, is yeah. well. Our, but, yeah. but here's the thing: our friend knows that that they yeah. know us. They know yeah. us. They they know that it would have been three hours worth of work over a year, and so they're helping us by giving us a draft because yeah. you know that's the that's the power of a of a lousy first draft. It's always easier to edit something than it is to write something. Absolutely, and I, I guess. What I've gotten better at is figuring out where those lines are for me. Like, is this, can I do, do I have, um, had, like, you know, again, had that been not for the person that we did it for, I, it would have been a, it would have been a 30 second task. Like you said, yep, looks good. And I'm like 50% of the time would have opened it and 50% of the time wouldn't have. Right. <laughs> like, like, no, or, it, or yeah. honestly, if it was somebody else that wasn't my friend, I would have just said, you know, I'm just really not comfortable with you yeah. writing this. Yep. So I'm not going to edit it and you're not going to put it out under my name. If this is something that you want to say, you write it, put it under your name. I'm good to go, but I don't want any, I don't want, I don't want any part of it. No offense, but exactly. I just don't have time. I mean, I have a text expander snippet um, that uh, let's see if I put in no time. Um, yeah, let me, oh, let me get it where I can read it. It's, it, I shouldn't, I shouldn't reveal the secret in case anybody ever gets no, this from me. If I type in, if I, if I type in six letters, uh, no time, no spaces, um, this is what comes out of my keyboard. Thank you so much for your kind offer. Numerous other pressing commitments require me to decline to participate at this time. Right. Which is a very Amazing. nice way of saying, yes, I don't have time. I don't yeah. have time. And I'm really, I, you know, and, and I, I'm, yeah. And so I, I, I like, I like that. I like, I like, I like text expander. It saves me hours every week. Mostly uh, <laughs> oh, the other one um, that I do all the time is uh, thank you for your interest in my laboratory. I have no room for new, whatever you're looking for in my yeah. lab now or in the foreseeable future, Dr. Schaff. Right. Yep. Yep. Because exactly. Like, here's the thing. When I was a graduate student and I was looking for a lab, I sent a lot of letters that nobody ever responded to a, a polite. No, thank you is so much better than no response. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And that's one. So like coming back to, to your question, that's one that I'm not great at. Like I batch those up too, where mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let me throw three or four of these in. And what like you're, you're, you're inspiring me to do something different is just, I just need a text expander that, that goes into it that, that says, Hey, this is not, yes, it's probably not going to happen just with my current like role and responsibilities. I'm not, not really in that game in, in the same way that it was. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, cause, cause I, I agree. Like one, one thing I actually had lunch with a couple of, um, uh, relatively new faculty members yesterday. And one said something to me that was like very, um made me feel really good and i it, i didn't know what like it, 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 it's something that i strive for but it came up like not i it wasn't like i was asking about this um uh but 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 she said like when you're i never get the sense that even when you're away you're not responsive right like and i was like yes. oh that's yes. my okay that's great that's my goal that's the, thank you like i never you know i wasn't asking like oh do i you know Am I, am I responsive enough? Like it just came up and I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a good thing, right? Like to be, to be reachable, to be responsive, but also to be polite and say, Hey, I can't get to this right now. It, um, or I'm not, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like, like right. that, 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 that's as good as, as good as, uh, as, as 
you know, it, it's probably better than not answering at all, right? Like because oh. there's uncertainty out there if yeah. you don't answer. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I and again, I hate I, I, and again, this comes down to habits and, and inboxes and all of that. And so often it's easy just to take an email that's like, ah, I'm, I'm not. And again, I, and I talked about this with my, with my product productivity, um, <laughs> uh, consultant. Um, it's like, well, what I really should do is get it out of my inbox, my email inbox and get it into another inbox, like an OmniFocus inbox or a, a task paper inbox. Right. But the temptation is, Oh, I will get to that soon. I'm just going to leave it here in my email inbox. And right now, Ben, my email inbox, um, 43 unread messages. Um, and I don't know how many actual messages that is. Um, and that maybe that counts the ones that over in other, and it sure as heck doesn't count all of the Rutgers ones that I'm just sorting into a folder and never reading, right. uh, which occasionally comes back to bite me, but not as often <laughs> as you would think. <laughs> well, it, it only, yeah, exactly. Those are, those are ones. Um, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> um, well, and, and, you know, partially it's like, if this is really important, I'm probably going to get another one. Um, sadly, like, sadly, yes, it, that is and, true. Yeah. And it goes into the, but although maybe it goes into the same spot, which is, uh, right. uh yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I think this is a, this is a tough, this is a tough one. Um, and, and I have one other thing that, um, that our friend Rich Linton told me, um, mm -hmm. who's now, um, you know, we, we talked about it. it used to be my Dean, definitely one of my, like I would look at as one of my mentors, someone I could bounce lots of ideas off of really helped that he was from the world of food safety and then moved into administration um, is now the president of Kansas State University. Um, he, he told me about a strategy, not the one that he used, but someone that he, I don't even know who it was, but he was like someone I know um, takes uh, like usually one or two days a month um, and, and and, and captures those where they block out that time and they protect it for just catching up. And that catching up might be to read a book that they're, that, that could help them with something, right? Like hmm. it's, it's like professional development catch up time. And it's hmm. not, he, he, he was really like clear on this. It wasn't time to go through email. Right, like that's something that that's just part of what you do all the time. It's not catching yeah, up on your because because to me that's catching up is is getting right. that email inbox cleared or at least down to a you know uh, no fires you know yeah but his, his was about like catching up on like oh. thinking time or like hey you need to work on a big project uh, you know one of the things that I'm that's on my list in the, right now like you know your uh, Win Winfred's uh, microscope mm -hmm. uh, that was on your task list one of them is like create an external advisory board, which is not as exciting as a microscope, but, but mm. that doesn't, it doesn't it's happen. It's also on my board. It's also yeah, yeah. on my list, man. I need to do one of those too. Yeah. And, but, yep. but you can't, you can't just like sit down, right? Like, and be like, okay, today's the day, today's advisory board day. And you go from start to finish, but you need right. like, to, to me, I need, I need some time. And I've got this in the next month where I've got a day that is just planning on that right like well who's going to go on it and maybe i can have a couple of phone calls with them but i'm not going to talk about anything other than that and then what's the what's the schedule look like and what do we want them to do and can i start writing up like what the the scope and expectations are but it's it, it that kind of task or well it's not even one task right it's like a large it's one one big task with a whole bunch of things underneath it takes some thinking and planning time that if i don't 
like if I don't protect an entire day, it's really easy for me to like, well, that's a big thing. You know, what if I just spent like 30 minutes doing email and that 30 minutes turned into like an hour because it's easy to do email, right? Like, like, cause I can, cause I can check off a bunch of things. I can go from one to another. There's, there's small little things that, that pile up. So anyway, that was, um, yeah. unless it's an email that requires, see the easy emails, I good at dispatching those it's, but then what happens is I leave the ones that, are, that make, that take more thinking. <laughs> and then that makes a big, a big pile of not yet compost in my, in my crisper of my email inbox. And cause I've say I save the hard ones for when I have more time, <laughs> that's not sustainable, <laughs> but, but your, your thing about taking a couple of days a month, it reminded me. So the, the book that I was obsessed with before I became obsessed with getting things done uh, was the seven habits of highly effective people. Did you ever yeah. read that book? No, no. And, is that where that yeah. came from? Is that like uh, a, well, no. no. So, so uh, one of the habits is sharpening the saw, right? And, it, and there's a quote from Abraham Lincoln, uh, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the ax, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea being that I need to do stuff, but I, but I have to be ready to do stuff. And that means having my tools ready, right. Or having the time to think about it or, or whatever. Right. And so, yeah, yeah I want to have an advisory board, uh, or I want to read this book, but it takes time to, to get ready to do that. And that's just not going to happen automatically. You can, you can whack at that tree, um, uh, for six hours with it, with a, a, an ax that needs to be sharpened and you're going to just feel frustrated the whole time. Right. But if you take some time and you sharpen that saw or sharpen that ax, um, you know, that's going to help you. And so the figuring out what those jobs are and then giving yourself the time to do them is just so, so helpful, easier to say oh. than to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, you're, you're hundred percent right. And it's, um, and, and it's easy to give it away, right? It's easy right. to give that time away. Um, and be in the moment when, when something seems more pressing. And so that was the thing yeah. that, that Rich kind of said was like, if you're going to do it, stick to it, like, like be, you know, plan around it, know that you're going to have other time to, to deal with those to, to deal with those fires, you know, unless, and you know, his, think his joke was like, unless the Dean calls, if I call you gotta, you gotta answer. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> which is which, yep. like, that's yep. good. No, like, that's, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. that's, uh, that's classic rich. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, cool. Well, all right. I got, um, I got a few, I had other stuff that I was, okay. So we got, so, you know, Oh, you know what, you know what else starts, what else starts today or what else today is known for? Uh, no. Tell um, me more. Uh, so the North Carolina State Fair starts on Thursday night. Uh, season for you. Yeah, now. So, but interestingly, not for me anymore. Ah, so you've, so you've, I, got a, you've got a team and you've delegated. I, I got a team and I delegated and I've, I've let go. This is, uh, I think last year I went and dropped in. Uh, just to see how things are going this year. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm letting them, letting them go. And so I, I'll, you know, I know right now they're, they're test testing and tasting a whole bunch of, uh, different, um, home canned, uh, items. Um, and, uh, I saw some Instagram pictures last night of, uh, of people getting started and, and, um, and, and it is something that I, I really learned a lot from, but also very happy to pass on to, to someone else so they can make it their own. And they have, they, they've changed sort of how we do judges. They've changed, um, how they're, um, like even the scheduling, like I inherited the schedule and never thought, oh, I might change it. 
Um, and so, so anyway, the, yeah, this, this came up, uh, today, just right before we started, um, uh, right, right before we started re recording, I got this, uh, press release from Wake County, which is the county that I live in. Wake County ensures food safety takes center stage at NC State Fair. And so they're talking about, um, how our local, um, um, like uh, environmental health officers are checking all the vendors. Um, so on Monday, October 9th, which was yesterday, a group of 42 inspectors began examining more than 150 food stands, food trucks, and tents. Each vendor must meet strict health and safety rules before re receiving a permit. And I thought, oh, this this is the same. Also, the same day that we're doing the the canning stuff. Um, we and I'll um, I'll link to this in show notes. We actually worked with. Um, Wake County on a paper um, on temporary events and food safety and the things that they were finding and trends um, and uh, uh, published that in uh, food protection trends a few years ago. Um, and uh, so here it is, um, someone who you who you know, uh, Don Ellen, um, uh, 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 Ellen Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Uh, yep, this is a uh, risk factors for foodborne illnesses and temporary eating establishments in North Carolina, um, and uh, was in uh, food protection trends in 2019. So, um, and then we like so again found some some interesting stuff uh, in this, um, and of the so th this is like using this blitz that they do at the start of the fair. Of the 59 establishments that were included, 88% were out of compliance for at least one of the relevant risk factors. Um, oh, dear. Yeah. 73 uh, uh, actions were out of compliance with regards to employee hygiene, and 41 were out of compliance uh, with regards to proper holding temperatures. Uh, and then 35 events were identified as practices that could result in cross-contamination. So, but this was something that, that I know um, we like wanted to publish to learn from and also as a um really a baseline to keep keep moving from so um mm. yeah so anyway that's uh that came out of the some work at the at the fair uh as well so what um, you're saying ben it's not safe to go to the fair is that what you're saying can i, I quote I, you i'm saying i'm <laughs> i'm saying don that uh uh not all not all sushi is uh is gonna make you sick uh <laughs> See, well, see earlier conversation. Uh, ben, do, yeah. you, do you know? Do you know what might make you sick? Uh, was what? What might make you sushi? Might make you sick. Might. What else? Might, might, um, yeah. uh, well, uh, Tara in a smoothie oh, um, yes. might cause liver dysfunction. So yeah, that's um, not good. We 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 received an email um, from our good friend uh, Bill Marler, who I think um, is not always good at email. Um, this particular email had the URL in the subject header of the email, um, yep, which is yep. not a clickable link. It's how he you, you, rolls. If you, if, you, if you ask, well, yeah, sometimes he rolls a bit too fast and doesn't check, but that's okay. Uh, Cause he's a very good lawyer. Um, uh, don't sue me, Bill. Uh, he's not that kind of lawyer. Um, so uh, if you, if you extract that URL uh, and you drop it into your browser, uh, you'll see an article that appeared on Marler Clark, not food safety news, but Marler, Marler blog from the Marler Clark foods, Marler Clark food safety law firm, um, uh, which has the headline Tara in a smoothie cause of liver dysfunction. But basically um, it's just links to an article which was published in clinical toxicology uh, by Stephanie Chan and Christopher uh, Smith. 
uh, which is from September, which is a short communication uh, entitled A Food Product as a Potential Serious Cause of Liver Injury. And so uh, these folks are from the Department of Internal Medicine at Kingston General Hospital, Queens University, Kingston, Canada, Ben. Oh, I know that place. Gets our Canadian content up for this episode, which is good. Home of the Tragically Hip, Don. Oh, yes, of course. Yep. Um, yeah, and so uh, just super, super interesting short article uh, looking at uh, liver function tests uh, for these individuals. Um, yeah, and just basically uh, just reading from the abstract here, uh, diagnosis of drug-induced liver injury uh, largely relies on a compatible history and exclusion of other causes of liver injury. We demonstrate the importance of considering new food products in the differential diagnosis of acute liver injury. So uh, thanks to uh, Bill for sending us a link, uh, eventually, uh, getting us to, uh, this article. So I just wanted to, to call that out. So we continue. And, and again, and Bill is, is again, uh, uh, busting on FDA a little bit. Um, the, the subhead is hello, FDA. <laughs> hello. <laughs> on his article. FDA, are you there? FDA. <laughs> um, so that's just Bill, uh, keeping the pressure on. So, um, so I also on my list had, um, uh, Marler. Um, Hmm. and, and so the note that I wrote myself is (laughs) Andy at Marlers. Okay. So I'm going to send you a couple of pictures here that I think are really interesting. We're, you're going to describe them. Um, and, uh, I I like the ones where we do games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a new, this is a new game. Uh, I think this came in. Yeah. It came in, uh, yesterday. Um, okay. So, um, here we go. Download those three pictures. There, I, I it can't do it on my computer, so they're coming through on my phone here. Um, select one, two, three. Uh, coming your way, Don. And then you're gonna you're gonna describe them in no in no particular order. Okay. okay. When they when they arrive. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna All I'm right. gonna read some some stuff that come with them. Okay, so I have received three photos. Um, I can tell already that these are all photographs from outside uh, Bill Marler's <laughs> law office. Uh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll click on the first one first. Um, and then uh, it's basically a person taking a selfie. Um, it's the Marler Clark uh, food safety law firm, either early in the morning or late in the evening, because the lights are on and it's kind of dark. Um, and then there's a sign. Um, that says now on Netflix. And then the, there's a person there taking a selfie of uh, the front of Bill Marler's office. Okay. So, so this is one of my closest friends, um, Andy, who, who is not in the world of food safety. That's the picture that you, that you are seeing, right? That's Andy. Um, Hi, Andy. Yep. That's Andy. That's Andy. Um, th- these three pictures were accompanied. This is a group a group chat uh, between Andy, Andy's wife, Lauren, myself, and, and Danielle. Andy and Lauren um, used to live across the street from us. Um, and our kids are like best friends. They're amongst our closest friends. And they, they now, they moved from Raleigh to, um, to Florida. Um, and so oh, wow. we don't, we don't see them as much, but, um, but we oh, do still, still see them. Yeah. Um, and they, and I mean, rumor, rumor is they might move back soon. They never sold their house, which is great. Um, well, so being great, great for you. Great for us. Great for us. Um, so, so this is the the text that accompanies this is, I have no idea what's happening here. 
but Dr. Sweaty, you need to see this. And Don, yes. have, have I told you about Dr. Sweaty before? I, the, I feel like I should know. We'll come back to that. That, okay. that, that part that part is not important. Um, and he says, I'm in Bainbridge I Island, Washington. Of course you are. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know this guy. What are you doing there? He's my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, no way. It's this weird building, right? When you get off the ferry, I'm here for a conference oh, on toll yes. roads. Yeah, oh, of course. Oh my gosh. So, oh, how so the, weird. How so how totally weird. weird. Yeah. And he, he also says he, my, my friend Andy, because you know, the, the whole thing with poison, the, the documentary, um, that's what you have to reference it as you can just, can't just call it poison. It's poison. The documentary, um, is I cannot, um, like, I can't remember who I've told about this. Right. Like, and, and I've kind of, it's a little bit of a social experiment because I think you and I talked a little bit about this on one episode that, that my face appears and my voice yes. appears yes. in the preview. Right. Right. And on Netflix, so you're just, you're just sitting on Netflix and then all of a sudden there's Ben. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not publicized that right. I, I, and every couple of really, it's like every couple of days I will run into somebody or something will happen like a guy who i know from from the coffee shop that i go to a lot was like hey man i saw you on netflix yeah and, exactly and it was like exactly. yep that was me and my my stock answer right now is yeah it's been a weird weird month and a half right just showing up on people's what netflix anyway yep. so i don't think i told andy and i don't think they have netflix so they don't know about oh they don't reason. even know the connection oh, no but he he stumbled across this and he's like yeah first of all what's weird is that there's a food safety lawyer secondly why are these like what is this now on netflix all about mm -hmm. what what is going on what, it, like what is going on here so then i i let him in and uh um and he said uh he's got a nice place that was the end of yeah. It. Yeah, yeah and he, he does sure does he sure does uh, so before i leave this the the reference to dr sweaty this is also what my friends here uh call me you you call me ziggy that's what's what's in your in your phone right zippy not ziggy i think zippy well, i see i, I zippy because that was your nickname but here's the thing at some point um um messages i messages told me that you had updated your picture and your name and i clicked yep. yes and so now you're just ben oh um, so you're, you're not zippy anymore because 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 you were had updated your information so i did i updated my information because it like uh the new operating system made me update it or asked me if i wanted mm -hmm. to update it and so i said yes and i did um so so zippy i'm known to you as zippy i'm known in in my small circle um in my neighborhood uh as dr sweaty um because uh when i when i went to japan a few years ago we must have talked about this, right? I went to Japan to be on a TV show. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And 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 at one point during the taping of this TV show, this TV show was all about like tomatoes um, and tomato plants and processing, which they wanted to know about the food safety aspects of tomatoes, which is a very niche, right? Like that's the right. the most uninteresting um, TV show of all time. But it was um, it, it was really hot in this greenhouse, and I was sweating, and and they said. Um, I brought you, I, I, I brought you a towel, Dr. Sweaty. Um, <laughs> and, and I relayed that information to my close friends because I think it's really funny that, that I'm known as Dr. Sweaty because I do sweat a lot and, mm -hmm. uh, and I am in Andy's phone as Dr. Sweaty. So, uh, that's why he said, Hey, <laughs> nice. Dr. Sweaty, do you know nice. about this? Yeah. Nice. So, yep. Uh, so, um, uh, so let, let me just go down the list of things I wanted to talk about today. Move, sure. concerts, 
Turkey Thanksgiving, Sushi Game, uh, The Fair, Andy at Marlers. I'm at the end of my list. What else? What, what do you What do you got? You got anything else we want to talk about? Well, you did mention tomatoes. Um, yes. And, and that brought to mind an article from Food Safety News uh, with the headline, Researchers Estimate the Cost of Foodborne Infections in Two African Nations. Yes. Um, which a friend of ours sent us a text message about. Um, and I couldn't quite. That they were not they were not happy with I don't know if they were not happy with the food safety news article or they were not happy with the peer review publication. Um, I I didn't really I mean I thought it was interesting. So what so this is uh, an article by uh, it was published in Frontiers uh, in a Frontiers journal, um, and the title of the article is "Economic Costs Related to Foodborne Disease in Burkina Faso and Ethiopia in 2017." Um, a couple of authors of this article, one of whom is known to me, that's Ari Havilar, uh, formerly of RIVM and now currently of um, University of Florida. And basically it was looking at uh, some of the ways that you have of figuring out um, foodborne disease burden and willingness to pay, um, which are two sort of statistical or, or quantitative measures of food safety. And I thought it was interesting because there's not a lot of work done in Africa. The Gates Foundation has been funding a lot of it. Um, Ari has had some of that Gates Foundation funding, um, looking at ways of trying to improve food safety in, Af in Africa. Um, and I, um, yeah, I, I did not, uh, I did not uh, have, I didn't, I, I didn't, I thought it was fine. I thought the article was fine. Um, yeah, I, I so I I I understood our um, one, our friend's concern with the with the article, which is that. So I, I looked at the the funding source for it. As you mentioned, this is from the Gates Foundation, and it's from a project entitled "Urban Food Markets in Africa: Incentivizing Using Food Incentivizing Food Safety Using a Push." pull or pull push approach. Um, and I, and I, I guess the, to extrapolate from some of the comments in our, in our text thread, I think that the, the concern is about colonialism, uh, you know, or, or, you know, the extension of colonialism of, of, you know, working in developing nations, uh, particularly those in, in Africa, um, without, um, and again, not I don't know anything about this project, but the concern was without the full buy-in or recognition of the partners on the ground, and that it was an external force establishing these um, like incentive programs, uh, as opposed to um, uh, you know like a grassroots um, uh, I don't know user and, and stakeholder engaged model, and and. and so I think there were some concerns about the, you know, the giving credit to to credit or to those who are on the on the ground on this, but then also like, is this a useful study for those in Burkina Faso and Ethiopia, right? Like we'd what, have to ask them, right, 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 and that was the so that was the question, right? Like that was not, and and maybe like it doesn't it, the not all the papers can't can't do everything for, for everyone, but that would be the, the follow-up to understand more about that. So I think that was where the, where the concern was or thought, or maybe concerns too, too strong, um, of a word, but yeah, does that, I don't know. Like, I thought, I thought the paper, thought the paper was fine, but I also understood the, the approach of like, is that, you know, 
how do we use this? How do we use this to make this to make the situation better? Yeah, well, and again, I would I would say you have to talk to people from if you want to know if it's helpful. I mean, certainly as an academic, um, I, I'm familiar with these methods. It's good to have um, data from Burkina Faso and Ethiopia. Um, but if it's is it useful to people in Burkina Faso and Ethiopia, I think you just have to ask them. And I don't I don't unfortunately, I don't know anybody from those countries to be able to ask them. Right. Uh so, yeah, I mean, it, it might be a good starting point for a dialogue. Actually, you know, it would make an excellent starting point for a roundtable at IAFP. Um, you know, like, right. uh, is this what kind of research is needed um, in, in Africa, right, uh, in terms of uh, food safety? And, yeah, and I think that there is also, like, a companion paper that I didn't read the, the whole thing, but I looked at the abstract on this that kind of alludes to this a little bit about you like about working with partners on the ground and maybe that was what was kind of <clears throat> kind of missing from from the the study that was reported in food safety news so mm. i'll send you a link to that um that we can uh, also include in uh in our, our yeah in our notes and this one i think does um include a uh um like a partner as a, uh, um, uh, maybe not, or uh, like on the ground partner as a as co-author, maybe, and or maybe they they're part of the acknowledgments. Um, but anyway, I think like that that was something, and I, I again maybe maybe reading too much into this, but it was something that um, two years ago the Ivan Parkin lecture was um, uh, was provided at the or you know given at IAFP by uh, Lucia, um, gosh, what's Lucia's last name? Uh, oh, from South Africa. Yeah. 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 And and uh, to me, that was one of the, my, um, uh, one of my favorite, Lucia uh, Analich. Uh, and it was one of my favorite Ivan Parkin lectures because she talked about the importance of engaging on the ground partners. Like, and maybe that was the, it, it was like an, um, the the comments were uh, in our text thread. I think were were maybe in relation to to what she said was like don't don't come to Africa to do research on Africans. Come to Africa to do research with Africans. Like something oh, yes. like that. Oh, right? for sure. Right. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All and, right. And and if and if the if the comment is simply that you should have had African co-authors, uh, yeah, for right. sure. Right. Yeah. Like that would have that seems to be a no brainer. Is like how do you. You know, if you want to, you want to do research in a particular place. Well, it's like I, I reviewed an article um, for a journal um, on uh, statistics of plate counts, um, and I accused the authors of not having anybody um, uh, on the authors list of being somebody who actually did plate counts, <laughs> and <laughs> they got they got kind of upset with me. Um, but um, yeah, some well, I, I, I I successfully sussed out who one of the other blind reviewers b reviewers was. And, uh, and, and I, I've got, a, they had a very, uh, very funny, uh, comment, which I will, I will find for you in a minute describing the research. And they were, they were less, uh, they were less charitable, uh, than I was. Um, yeah. So, uh, here's what they said. Um, I just didn't see the point folks coming from outside the field, rediscovering the wheel and deciding that they think a slightly better, a slightly better set of hubcaps are better. <laughs> That is excellent. Is that is that not is that not priceless? That's well done. Yeah, well done. Well done. I like it a lot. 
So oh, I was, okay. I was more charitable than that, but, uh, but reviewer yeah. number two was, uh, he was, uh, yeah, yeah, they were, uh, you know, had some, reviewer, had some hot, hot takes. So, but I, I was, I was always quite, the quite, asshole. I was pleased. <laughs> I was pleased that I had sussed out who reviewer two was. Yeah. yeah just based on the voice, right? Like yeah. The, yeah. Well, and, and also, Hey, you should cite some papers that I wrote, but yeah. they, mixed, they mixed those papers in with some other papers, but, but, but I thought to myself, Hey, this person, this reviewer number two, they should be really be reviewing it if, if they haven't already. And lo and behold, the, the editor uh, did, did uh, tap them to review because again, it's, you know, when it comes to statistics and microbiology, there's a handful of us, right? Um, yeah. So anyway. Yep. yep. Well, good. I don't know if we had anything else. Let's. I'm gonna check. I didn't even open up the box, the the Dropbox today. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't look. I didn't look. Um, but I, I got I got Ginger Jake, I got yep, Terra yep. Root, and I got Love It or Leave It Asheville. Yep. Yep. So check and check I, check. Check check check. And I think uh, yeah, no one's put anything on it since our last episode. The last thing in there was uh, Ask Me Anything with uh, uh, Cross Country with uh, Ian Hannah Mansing, where uh, we mm-hmm. you you suggested that instead of uh, the in Hannah Mansing's uh, guest, it should have been me um, on it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, well, I think, I mean, you got a, you got a hard out coming up here in a couple minutes. I think that's a show. Yeah, I think um, it is. All right. Well, uh, uh, well, yeah, we don't, I don't have an outro. I, all I say here is uh, awkwardly. Bye. 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 Good. Cool. Oh, that was fun. We were, you know, two weeks is like the perfect, I know we, we've been doing this for what, 12 years, but two weeks is the perfect time frame. Like sometimes when it's too long where we get busy, it's like, there's too much stuff to talk about, but yep. it's fresh. It's fresh when it's two weeks. Yeah. And this was, this was great. Cause we didn't, I was so, I was so delighted that the things that I wanted to talk about, there was like a natural point to insert them into, uh, into what you, what you had prepared. So that's how we yeah. roll um okay let's look at uh when we now you're okay you're away next week right yep or you're, yep. yep i'm away uh so the week after um what so the week of the 23rd yep what does say um nine forty five so let's say ten. Let's say ten o'clock until noon on Tuesday the twenty fourth. Could you do that?
Uh, I have a hard out at noon and that is a in-person hard out. So, oh, okay. So you need some more time. Uh, well, but I need, I need, yeah. I don't know where that it's, it's a, well, it's department. It's my chair's council meeting. Um, so I could do, I could do 10 to 1130 yeah. for, for sure. No problem. And I could probably start at 945. I'm doing a guest lecture here in my building at 830 AM. And I think the class is an hour. So I, all I have to do is come upstairs, right? So so I could be, I, why don't I put like 9.30 on the, on the list, like 9.30 till 11.30, and then knowing that um, it's going to take me a couple minutes to get upstairs. Sounds good. Okay. And I just got to remember to have, I got to remember to get to get to campus and get set up. But, and I don't know, I don't know if I will have an office at that point. Well, I have, I have my backup. I have my faculty office. Yeah. So my, my chair's office is, is in construction or deconstruction. So, but yeah, yeah. it's fine. I, I just got to figure out where that chair's council meeting is. Okay, cool. Um, and if that doesn't like, if that doesn't work, I also have before 1030 um, open on Wednesday, the 25th. Um whatever yeah whatever um, works yeah hold on hold, let me let me just uh let me just capture leave for work 9 a.m um what was the day the 25th yeah the 25th the so yeah that would be backup if, I, I have a and what's, the, what's the what's oh, yeah. what's the time um 8 30 till 10 30. yeah would you rather do that one no okay good all right we'll just leave it at that um oh wait a minute um you know i i would rather do that one that's perfect let's do it let's do that yep and i have i have a hard out at 10 30 but it's zoom okay so perfect it's a full department head meeting with the provost Ooh, oh all, all the department heads and the provost yeah yeah we do wow. it like once i think it's like once a quarter maybe the whole university department yep. heads yeah wow. 50, how many are there there's yeah. 50 Wow. Something like that. Cool. Yeah, there's uh yeah, I'd say there's like fifty people on this on the invite. But it's no other administrators, just provost directly with the department heads. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of fun. There's some good stuff that, that comes out of those ones. Like that. Um all right, cool. All right, so eight thirty AM Wednesday the twenty fifth. Yep. Perfect. That's a go. All right. Uh, all right. I uh, will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Okay, bye.